co-host Izzy, and I'm not afraid of clowns. Uh, I'm your co-host Sarah, and I think clowns have some answering to do. I am Dylan. I'm. I guess I'm technically a guest still. I think on this podcast. Uh, see yeah. episodes one, two, and three. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I am not. I I am afraid of clowns, but in kind of like an awe way. Like, how one might be afraid of a canyon or the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, like awesome a, in the classical sense? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when you have a fear of heights, the same as a fear of a climb. Yeah, exactly. You're worried you might fall in. Yeah, a fear of deep water, a fear of heights. Um, they're a force of nature, and they're part of the mm-hmm. universe around us. There's something, like, mythic and dazzling about them. There really is. They're really something special. And I can't, and it it defies explanation. We've talked about clowns a lot on this podcast, but never have they been caught red-handed before. No, that's true. The seed of this idea came in our last episode when Sarah was on maternity leave. And Dylan said that the reason why we couldn't do this episode was because she was having a baby. And I didn't know we were doing this episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we talked about it, remember? Clowns caught red-handed. Yeah, this was always on the docket. It was on the schedule. I think Dylan's gaslighting us. Yes, I am. Sorry. Uh, I've been trying to work on not gaslighting people so much. Yeah, We've talked to you about this. Yeah, everyone around me has. Um, That's why we're in podcast couples therapy. Everybody's... Oh, yeah. Uh, Last night... I was talking to Emma about the Ukraine situation. I was looking, well, we were, you know, we were like looking at the news on our phones and I was like, oh, the president of Ukraine just announced that after this, everyone is going to get a special official hat. (laughs) And I just thought it was like obviously a joke and she was, she believed me. And then it was like a whole thing. We had a fight. What would the hat look like? I said it should be blue and then yellow bill. And on top of it, on the front of it, say like Ukraine war official hat. (laughs) <laughs> like a like, flat bill yeah like a like a yeah or a trucker hat whatever their vibe okay. is over there anyway sorry you know yeah. what the ukrainian colors really look like a sports team so mm-hmm. i think that we could really lean into yeah that. yeah i was um, imagining like a sort of fisherman's hat with like a blue hat on top and then yellow like ooh. band but yeah. maybe you could do a variety of hats depending on people's taste yeah it, i mean i feel like there should be i mean that what they're gonna have to make 44 million of these hats so yeah, you know, I feel like. What about this? What about this safari hat? Ooh, in yellow and blue camo. Oh, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And it it says what, Dylan? Uh, Ukraine war official hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's embroidered. Do you think? Yeah, oh yeah, big time. Yeah, like bills in the mall style. Yeah, lids. Sorry, lids. I feel like this might be insensitive. Uh, <laughs> so. Sorry, everyone. Please know. Well, I'm Ukrainian, and yeah. I think it's okay. We support but, I mean, the people I of Ukraine. My family hasn't lived there in, like, 100 years. So. Yeah. So you're you fine. Have... <laughs> no. So I have no dog in this race whatsoever, because I have no family there. Izzy has great Slavic credibility, because she has an Ellis Island name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... My family didn't immigrate to Ellis Island. I asked my dad, like, where did you land when you came over on the boat to America? And he was like... Oh, it wasn't Ellis Island. It was, like, some other island. I was like, that's so off-brand and Polish of us. I have, like, a pre-Ellis Island last name that's not a name in anywhere in Europe. So it has to just be a misspelling, I think. Ooh, that's Not cool. like a or changing your name to fit in. What right. if it's from a mysterious country we don't know about? Yeah. Yeah, like an Atlantis-type situation? Yeah. It could be. Yeah, Atlantis. I'm from Atlantis. 
Yeah, just start telling people. They can't prove you're not. Yeah. Or Atlanta. I can't read the, the Ellis Island document. <laughs> not sure. Sarah, was there anything about um, last week's episode that you found objectionable and you wanted to put on the record, like set the record straight about? Well, I, I do think it's probably worth mentioning that I know who the father of my baby is, and it is, <laughs> in fact, definitely my husband. Okay. I, I, well, that was a candidate. We he was we in there. That as a yeah. Yeah. Well, right. I would like to posit it as like more than a suggestion that I did not have <laughs> sex with Ken Nunn. Well, um, to conceive my to to conceive the baby that I recently delivered. I mean, but like, how long yeah. have you and Jordan been together? About eight years. Okay, how long does it take to have a baby? About eight years. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I mean, you know, before. Right. Uh, sorry to Jordan to for implying and you, and your baby. <laughs> for anyone implying. else, sorry to your family. I guess yeah. <laughs> for implying. That's what I was hoping for. Your new family. Uh-huh. Uh, for implying that um, you had an affair with a, a 70-something injury lawyer. <laughs> yeah. On the I've phone only, book. On the phone. The only time, the only personal contact I've ever had with Ken Nunn was uh, when he would, like, come into Crescent Donut in his powder blue tracksuit yeah. in the middle of the night. I but was, that, I guess that does sound like kind of a sexy situation. It, it was yeah, really it nuts. Like, I, I, I remember that incident. Yeah. That, uh, it was like, I think we left a New Year's party. I want to say it was very late at night. I think yeah. it was a New Year's party, and we went to Crescent Donut, and he came in in like a, I remember it being like a navy velour tracksuit, and he ordered just like, like, forty eight donuts. Like it was some absurd number of donuts, and then he left. So yeah, some woman got hit by a car. He and his team were up late trying to get justice for her. It's, that's what Ken does. I bet he is having a raging party at the at the Nun Manor. At oh, non, you at non- I, manner. I assumed work related, but maybe that's maybe there's uh, no basis for that. <laughs> I bet everybody was already hungover at hung, at Nun Manor, and yeah, maybe they were celebrating a win in court. Yeah, maybe they had gotten justice for the woman who was hit by maybe. A yeah, yeah, it could be. We'll have to ask him when we interview him for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when we have a Mari style confrontation with him and Jordan. Oh man, oh Shit. that would be so great. We should ask the Gulch boys if they can try to get an interview with Ken Nunn. They've interviewed several other uh, local luminaries, so he seems like he might be sense. into that. Like he like yeah. he likes being like a a local celebrity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Did else you see he his, wouldn't. Yeah. His Ken Nunn mask. No. Someone took a picture of him like during the pandemic, and he was wearing a mask that said Ken Nunn on it. Oh, I love that. I want, I want merch. Yeah, he should make merch. Yeah, I really want merch. I would totally support. I bet if you swing by Nun Manor, you, <laughs> yeah. you could get at least a t-shirt. Be like, hey, do you guys have a gift shop? <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is scared that, like, some one of these days, some local figure like Ken Nunn will sue us or, some, or cease and desist us for saying things that are, you know, whatever, scandalous or whatever the law. That's iconic, actually, like being yeah. told to stop. Yeah. I was once told by Swerve Driver's manager not to make bootlegs of their shit again. And that's how I know, like, mm-hmm. I've made an impact. I was yeah. once. On the alternative community. Dylan and I were once cease and desist. Yes, we were. <laughs> oh, yes. I've been cease and desisted twice. Have that's you? the, yeah. We were cease and desisted together when we lived at a punk house that we named the Tridelt House and made a Facebook event for show. What was that show? It was like kind of a big deal. Sea of Shit. Yeah, that's the right. The band, a hardcore band from Chicago, I think. Um, and 
yeah, we had flyers everywhere that said "Sea of Shit" at the, and then it was the it was the triangles. <laughs> the triangle yeah, the like three, we, the three we, deltas. Yeah, we put the three deltas on there like it would be on the sorority. For those of you who don't know, the tri delts are a gigantic national sorority, uh, and the tri delt house in Bloomington is kind of infamous for being like a very uh, what, raucous, uh, raucous party sorority Debauch. of of the high status. Subject and to it's also like really decadent. Outside. Yeah, yeah. Real, they have like a, a swinging chandelier outside, and uh, also subjects of the famous uh, subway in the nearby subway sandwich shop in big pin on the wall. It said famously for decades, "Try delts are sluts." It's true. Well, we got cease and desisted, and then we we well. The funny part was that they sent the they didn't understand what was going on. And so yeah. they, they sent the cease and desist to the touring hardcore band who was not from here and had no idea. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Yeah, and then they contacted whoever booked the show and was like, hey, we're getting sued by a sorority. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we they still like, played and they were good sports about it, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Dylan, we've been cease and desisted at our house, Fort Vegan, for saying that we were selling food and drink. And yeah. the city of Bloomington said you cannot sell food from your yeah, home. Yeah, we, were, oh, we were told we were operating an illegal restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> what were the circumstances of you selling food? That wasn't really us. It, it, was, it wasn't us. It was someone who will not be named yeah. who was uh, trying to do like a breakfast thing. Uh, ah. Disgraced punk figure in, in Bloomington yeah. who was doing like a... That it was like a fundraiser. Anyone. No, it, for himself. <laughs> yeah. He was making his friends pay him to make them breakfast. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like suggested donation. Yeah. Eat some pancakes. A fundraiser in for the yourself yard. is just a business. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an illegal business. That's yeah. In a way, they the were right. One time, I'll side with the city of Bloomington. Yeah, the only time. Being punk is like the 501c3 of, of identities, you know? Yeah, like that's true. You can't be a capitalist if you're a punk. No matter what you do, you're still being punk if you're yeah. punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Um, should, we, should we actually talk about... Speaking some... of clowns, got red-handed, am I right? <laughs> Who wants to take their clown for a ride first? Let's start with the basics of, uh, of clown crime history. Tonight... Everything you need to know about clowns. Why are they so feared and so respected? <laughs> Izzy will walk you through clown crimes throughout the ages. Today we're going to start in July 1787, when the Prince of Wales' favorite clown was thrown into prison for saying words on stage not accompanied by music. What? <laughs> that's a that's a clown crime? That's the first recorded clown crime. If you get up on stage and you're like oh, fuck or you He know. said the words roast beef. <laughs> was that a swear at the time? No, but he wasn't allowed to speak unless there was music behind him. <laughs> oh. That should be a rule for more people. <laughs> and so spoken word was invented. We could totally destroy slam poetry if we reinstated that rule. That's true. We could, yeah. It's called the oh. licensing act. Anytime someone has to do like a TED talk, <laughs> give a speech, we could stop it. Roast beef, yeah. Okay, in January of 1831, while resisting arrest for assault, a clown named Henderson who performed at Astley's Amphitheater in London choked a police officer. <laughs> to death? 
No. Okay. No. Oh. He was just resisting arrest. It, oh, okay. Was it part of like a funny skit? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm interested to know if these crimes were were performed under the under the guise of clownery. Is it like you're being yourself, but you're in your clown outfit, or are you being the clown? You know, when you choke someone out. Because <laughs> I feel like if you're in a clown costume and you choke someone, you have like a little more plausible deniability than most people do. In May of 1836, a clown named Deborah, creator of the iconic Poirot, the mustache guy, the detective, Poirot, Poirot. I think- Poirot. Not Poirot. Not Poirot. Okay. Devereaux was acquitted of murder, even though he did crack the skull of a teenager who insulted his wife. God damn. It must have been a really well, bad insult. There's so few chill clown crimes. Like, clowns are, I don't know, probably like what, you know, there's, probably, I don't know, one in ten people's probably a clown. I'm not <laughs> sure. How many clowns there are? Yeah, one, one in ten percent sounds right. Ten percent of all people on Earth are probably p- at least part-time clowns. Yeah. Uh, and I just am like, <laughs> why are it's it always like murder or murder or chasing or yeah? There's not a lot um, of like criminal malarkey going on. I'm just like, I want to see an uh, insider trading clown. I want to see a yeah. perjury clown. Mm-hmm, I want to yeah. see a tax evasion clown. Those are the clowns yeah. I want to see. Sorry like a funny to bank robbery, just, you know? Yeah. Oh, sir, that brings us to our next clown crime. Ooh. There is a funny clown bank robbery? It's not funny, but a man dressed <laughs> as a clown did rob a gas station in Chicago. It sounds a little funny. $148. Did anyone get killed? Because if not, I think it's funny. No, no. No one was killed. Yeah. In 1898, Bob Hunting owner and clown of Hunting Brothers Circus shot his band leader for trying to organize a worker strike. Oh my god. Red-handed clown. Yeah, solidarity. That bright red hands, yeah. Uh, in 2005, a man dressed as a, as a clown steals two crocodiles from a, <laughs> from a carnival in Australia. How do you steal a crocodile? I mean, I mean that both like sort of metaphysically, like, who owns a crocodile, but also, like, <laughs> literally, how do you steal a crocodile? I'm guessing great strength and tenacity. I mean, Probably cunning as well. That was, like, the crocodile <laughs> hunter's whole job. So, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe you watch him enough, you get good at, or you at least, like, could get a blueprint for how to steal a crocodile. Yeah, but he, wait, does crocodile hunting involve killing them? I don't no, no. think so. I think crocodile hunting is stealing them for sure. What he does, what Steve Irwin oh, yeah, does on that show. yeah, definitely stealing them. Is he, like, goes to a... Is a crime. Oh, yeah. I guess Steve Irwin didn't kill them. No, <laughs> well, really maybe. I mean, you know, the camera's shut off at some point, but... I didn't get you know. a lot of sleep last night. <laughs> okay, in 2009, the U.S. says that the Juggalos are formally a gang. Yeah, a gang of cool homies. They're valid and sometimes heroic. Shout out to the girl we went to school with who was a juggalo and had a juggalo baby named Blaze. Yeah. Shout out to Blaze, the juggalo baby. Crazy that Blaze is like 41 now. Yeah, it's true. It's been a minute. The prosecutor in this case in California said that they fit the legal definition of a gang because they travel in groups, share common signs and symbols, and are known to commit crimes. Uh, That just sounds like they're cool. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a bunch of cool guys. I don't know if they're like known to commit crimes like in a, in a gang because gang is like an organized crime sort right. of group where the point is to make money by doing things that are illegal right like sure 
juggalos might commit crimes. I don't know what they're, but like, I just feel like they're more, they're just, I don't, I don't it's know. It's not I organized. No. Yeah. I don't want to call them disorganized, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure some crimes I, get I committed would. behind the library or whatever where they hang out. I would out. call them disorganized. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they're, well, they they pull off that music festival every year, right? That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, it's notably recently in Spencer, Indiana. Oh, that's or right. Or Seymour? No, Spencer. I wanted to go, but it was when I uh, tragically lived in Maryland and could not. I wanted to go, but then I thought about it for, <laughs> like, you know, a day. And then I was like, I'm. why would I pay money to see that? You know, I mean, it like, probably would not be that different from uh, the multiple times we've seen Marilyn Manson. Right. I just feel like it would be one of those things where I'd get there and it would be like, whoa, this is crazy for an hour. And then I'd be like, all right, this costs $400 and I'm ready to go home. You know? Yeah. Sorry to digress. Okay. The last crime I'm going to report on in my timeline is that in 2010, two men dressed as clowns shot and killed a passenger on a bus in El Salvador. And then a week later, around 100 professional clowns marched to the Salvadorian capital holding signs and chanting, real clowns are not criminals. Dylan, were you there? Uh, (laughs) No. No, I was not there. I was not there. Were you away on clown business? Um, I was at regular guy, no clowning business. Um, that event is in opposition to this entire episode. So I want to at least share an opposing viewpoint right. to yeah. present all sides. It's That's cool right. that they're, they're organized enough to be like, all clowns are not criminals. Are you going to talk about clown lives matter? <laughs> oh, I'm not because I was just like, what's there to say? It's really dumb of them yeah. and they shouldn't have done it. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty major misstep. Isn't Blue Lives Matter the same thing as Clown Lives Matter? I think yeah, right. A group of clowns in Arizona tried to hold a Clown Lives Matter event, and they received death threats. <laughs> yeah, so it was called off. Yeah, yep. I mean that all tracks. Sarah, Sarah. So was that the first time you received death threats? And, and what was that experience like for you? I've been receiving death threats almost since the day I was born. I, I, yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> Sorry, that was awful. No, you're just getting me back. It's it's only fair. It's a sick world. That's right. This clown made a big note. <laughs> I can't say this clown made a big splash, can I? <laughs> That's perfect. I feel like you starting it and and not being able to do it is the best possible intro. Uh, and now here's that. Now that I am a mother, I've become completely and utterly bitch made. And like I was reading the John Wayne Gacy Wikipedia article, and it was making me upset. And you oh, know, like Sarah, I, well, I mean, I, it's listen. pretty upsetting. Yeah, I, I mean, know. to be fair, it is really upsetting. It's no, like I know. One of the here's... most upsetting things. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. horrible. I know, but listen, my whole life, I've been a person who like I care very deeply about things. But I, I don't get, like, viscerally, emotionally upset by things that I think other people find upsetting. I just, yeah. I have a very We're hard like heart. We're, like, the opposite in that way. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, I, I'm, it's not apathy or disinterest or anything like that. It's like, I, I care intellectually, I'm just not a very deeply feeling person in general. So I always had a very high tolerance for, like, reading about pretty gruesome and horrible things. 
not so anymore. Maybe I'll level off after my hormones kind of chill out, but it might just be that I'm like this now because now that I've had a child, I kind of value human life a little more. Um, so sad. anyway, <laughs> sad. I'm, I knew you'd lose your edge. I know. I, I have totally <laughs> Sarah, lost you my have edge. lost your edge. 100%. Now you're like, you're just like everyone else now. I know. Weren't you and my mom making fun of me for this? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. We're like, she's changed. Yeah. I can't, uh, I just don't have the same tolerance anymore. You can't say fuck anymore? Yeah. So I'm, I, I'll talk briefly about John Wayne Gacy, but I'm not, and none of the sad parts. If, if you want to hear about the vagaries of John Wayne Gacy, go ahead and read the Wikipedia article for yourself. I'm not going to do it. Uh, in the 1980s, there was a man named John Wayne Gacy. He killed a lot of people, at least 33, probably more, all of them teenage boys. Very famous crime. And John Wayne Gacy, in addition to having a lot of other kind of weird jobs, um, was a part-time clown. A registered clown, according to his Wikipedia article. Not sure what that means, but he was on some kind of clown registry. Uh, wow. He was a member of something called the JCs. Have you heard of this? It's spelled out like J-A-Y-C-E-E-S. Do you know what this is? Is it a Christian organization or it's vaguely not religious? I read their tenants and one of them does mention God, but I don't think that's really like the main deal. It's like so I was thinking like BTK was part of a Christian organization. He, he was, was a like, deacon at a church, yeah. Oh my god. And I was then I read about the JCs. I was like I Jesus Christ? Oh yeah, no it's like junior chamber. Uh oh. people who are in the junior chamber, which is not the same thing oh. as the chamber of commerce. It's like a men's or I guess now it's co-ed, but it was like a men's uh sort of fraternal organization for Business Let women be Christian. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> excluding women from Christianity, as usual. <laughs> but anyway, John Wayne Gacy was a JC, and I guess the JCs at the time that he was a member were like incredibly corrupt, and there was a bunch of like wife swapping and and possibly like you know por- pornography or child pornography rings, oh, just some no. like real sick shit. Um, so John Wayne Gacy, you know, ran a contracting company. And that was one of the ways that he procured young men. He would be like, hey, I'll, you know, pay you $20 an hour to, like, dig a ditch or whatever. And then he would, you know, bring <laughs> boys to his house. Yeah, and then he'd bury them in. <laughs> yeah, in fact, one of the people who worked for him helped him dig all these trenches uh, under his house in his crawl space. And apparently was, never was like, why do you need, what's all this for? Uh. Um, and there were, like, 29 bodies down there. Uh, he, in fact, he ran out of room to bury bodies and started just dumping them in this river. Uh, and the last person he dumped in a river was a teenage, a 15 year old boy named Robert P.S. who had been working at a drugstore. Uh, his mom came to get him one night and he told her like, uh, Hey, this guy came in and he, he wants to talk to me about, uh, hiring me for his contracting company. I'll, I'm going to go talk to him and I'll be right back. And then he never came back. Uh, the next day his mom reported him missing one cop. Uh, kind of looked into John Wayne Gacy, a brave Polish officer whose name is something very Polish, Joseph Kozinczak. Uh, this is a Polish on Polish crime, also with many Polish victims and a, a Polish cop. This cop is like, something's not right here. He looked up all the contractors in town. He found out that one of them, John Wayne Gacy, had multiple charges in his past of uh, assault of young boys and said, this guy seems pretty suspicious. Um, 
they put a tail on him or no first they get a search warrant they find a bunch of weird suspicious shit in the house but they don't find the missing boy or anything directly connected to him they put a tail on him and john wayne gacy who's a very charismatic person ended up like making friends with the cops who were tailing him he would like invite them to dinner with him uh just hang out he did this for several days just being a real like slick bastard seemed to kind of enjoy fucking with him if you've watched season two of mindhunter and you've seen the like wayne williams stuff and how he treated his tail it's quite a bit like that um but eventually he kind of starts to unravel it's not going well the tail is kind of getting to him um the investigation is kind of going and going and one of the kind of smoking guns the things the thing that gets him caught nearly red-handed is that they find a receipt for this pharmacy in john wayne gacy's house when they go back and search it again also they smell some weird smells the receipt for the pharmacy they're able to trace back to the missing boy he didn't put it in his pocket this girl who he was borrowing the jacket from had put it in there like earlier that night just a lot of weird sort of circumstantial happenstance that uh gets him caught basically through this one receipt because a girl who was borrowing his coat or whose coat he was borrowing happened to slip it in the pocket which is kind of a a cool you know if that hadn't happened it would have been a lot harder to catch him initially So he starts going sort of nuts with this tale after kind of pretending to be into it for a while. Confesses to a bunch of murders to his uh, lawyer. And then eventually, you know, the cops find out. Uh, One of the things he says... Let me find it. Uh, So he invites the detectives over after he's confessed to his lawyer. He's, you know, he's going to confess to the police. Uh, he invites them over to a restaurant. Uh, he talks about being a clown, still acting very like charismatic, pretending nothing's wrong. He's about to sue the police department for fucking with him in spite of this confession, I guess. Um, he says to the cops, you know, clowns can get away with murder. <laughs> Which is not something that's, I would say. No, that seems unwise. No, not something I would say if I was being investigated. Very interesting to me the way in which a psychopath kind of goes from being, um, like, charismatically treating everything like a game. Like, oh, they're tailing me. They're searching my house. That's funny. I'm, I'm going to mess with them. To, uh, like, even someone who has a pretty impenetrable ego and believes they'll never get caught and, like, baits the cops will unravel if you kind of fuck with them long enough. Uh, so if you want to read more about that, you know, there's there's plenty for you. But that was the extremely quick version of one clown getting caught red-handed. There is also a building in Chicago on Miami Street that he leased out, or that he owned. Um, you know, there are like five victims who they never identified, and a lot of people think he probably committed even more murders than they've been able to uncover and find out about. There's this building in the city that people saw him coming and going from that he owned. Uh, Someone saw him there, like, with a shovel. Uh, And for a long time, like, decades, they were trying really hard to get this building uh, searched, like, underneath it, you know. Um, And the city was like, no, no, we won't do it, we won't do it. Uh, There's not probable cause, there's no reason to. They did, like, underground radar, and uh, the radar was like, it's highly suggestive that there are human skeletons down there. 
Still, wow. they denied that they they did the radar search in 1998, and it wasn't until 2012 that they actually excavated it and searched. They didn't find any bodies, but there are people who still think like, well, they just didn't look hard enough. They're probably yeah. there somewhere. Ugh. So Damn. there could be more crimes for him to be caught red-handed with. And there's also uh, a lot that's uncovered in terms of him probably having accomplices who, uh, at the very least, knew what he was doing and may have also right. helped. Wasn't um, like yeah, like some of the kids who were like con- like at working for his construction company. Yeah, like were like helping him find people to get or like there's like rumors or whatever that yeah that like one or two of the people from that his company were like recruiting for this basically or, very yeah. much like the candy man not the movie the candy man but uh candy man the serial killer who had like teenagers who he had previously assaulted like he drafted into helping him oh, kill yeah. other people Ugh. um yeah, a, probably a similar dynamic. I mean, I don't think I could dig a bunch of trenches in someone's crawl space and then go check them all the time and not be like, huh, it really smells like dead bodies down here. Huh. <laughs> you know? Why are there so many skeletons here? Never mind. And one of his accompli- this job. possible... <laughs> right. One of his possible... It's a living. It's a living. One of his possible accomplices was later found operating a sex trafficking ring. So... Oh, seems God. Seems sus. Uh, and that's a clown caught red-handed. You heard Dylan. it here, folks. That's a clown <laughs> caught red-handed. And he is in jail. Nope. I think he was murdered, murdered. by the state. Yeah. He was executed. And he was in jail. <laughs> Guys, keep it. This is VH1. Can we keep it light? Sorry. 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 <laughs> We've heard some great stories about clowns being caught red-handed. But last but not least... Did you know that women can be clowns, too? What? That's right. Uh, yeah, hi, everybody. Um, this is the, uh, you know, we've heard a lot about killer clowns, and I know, you know, for me, watching killer clowns from outer space was, like, what made me scared of clowns. That's also, like, what made Insane Clown Posse scared of clowns. For real, watch that movie. Like, I was like, okay, it's the movie that inspired Insane Clown Posse, and it's, like, an 80s B-movie, you know? It's going to be stupid, but it was amazing and scary and so creepy. Okay, I'll watch anyway. it if you watch Roadhouse. Oh, I want to watch Roadhouse. I'm just really busy these days. So <laughs> yeah. busy. All right. So the clown I would like to talk about is a clown that got caught red-handed, but not for 30 years. Whoa. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, and I should say, allegedly, because this trial is still ongoing. No way. So, on May 26, 1990, a woman named Marlene Warren got a knock on her door, answered, and a clown was in her doorway holding balloons, flowers, and uh, gave her the flowers. And then as she was accepting the flowers, pulled out a gun and shot her in the face. <gasps> Uh, no. no way. And then ran away into a white Buick. Ran, got in a white Buick and drove away. Uh, her adult son and I think one of the neighbors was w- witnessed this. Um, and uh, it was, you know, someone getting shot in the face by a clown. Uh, so it was bad. Um, <laughs> this sounds bad. Sounds pretty bad. It seemed like a freaky random horror movie crime at first but 
you know, police looked into it, and it turned out that um, Marlene Warren was married to a man who owned a car dealership uh, and was having an affair with one of his employees at the car dealership. Uh, and she had, um, she had basically told her, she had told friends that if she died, uh, that her husband would have had something to do with it. Cause that we think that investigators think that she knew about the affair, um, and was like going to blow up the whole shit. So she was like already scared for her life when this happened, but did not expect a woman dressed as a clown for a long time. People thought it was him, but he didn't get arrested or anything. There just wasn't enough evidence he maintains it was like a random serial killer, clown murderer, or whatever. But, like, for a long time, people have been pretty sure that she was connected. A woman matching her description was seen at a costume store asking for a uh, clown costume for a woman that would, like, be bulky or, like, hide her, like, features and enough clown makeup to cover her face to, uh, to the point where they, people wouldn't know it was her investigators mm-hmm. this is 1990 so there's they, they don't have dna yet investigators found fibers that were bright orange in her closet at home that matched identically the orange clown wig uh oh yeah also i think there, there somebody dug up photos of her in the past having dressed as a clown like for a party so this is mm-hmm. she's not a first time clown here mm. uh-oh um <laughs> That makes it worse. It's that but, second clowning yeah. that does it. That's when it goes wrong. But it seemed like an open and shut case, sort of, right? Like, there's, like, pieces of a... There's, like, fibers from a clown wig in her house. Mm-hmm. She's, like, peop, she's seen buying... Or someone who looks like her is seen buying everything you would need to do this specific crazy murder. This is in Florida, though. So it could be anyone. But... Yeah. <laughs> Florida, right? But, like... Okay, so she's seen buying all the stuff. There's a clown wig in her house, part of a clown wig in her house. Uh, and she's definitely having an affair with the husband. Um, investigators still wonder if he's involved, but just can't prove it. Um, but nobody, they just did not have enough to arrest her, especially because uh, the eyewitness, I believe this, the neighbor who saw, uh, just said it was a man. Um mm. So there was dispute where I think the son who was in the house said it looked like a woman running away, and the neighbor said it looked like a man running away. Eyewitness um, testimony always fucks things up. Yeah. And the whole thing was like, well, she's been caught red-handed, essentially. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd think. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think she'd been caught red-handed, you'd, you'd think. But then, uh, th- but they were like, well, she was like 5'8", and they were saying that this clown was about six foot, and that was enough for them to just not... Just let it go. Even though there was like tons of evidence, it was her. Physical I feel like the big curly clown wig and the big tall shoes, the big yeah. long shoes, might really uh, warp your perception of someone's height. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, this clown was at least six foot, and this woman's five eight. It's just like, yeah, giant clown wig, platform shoes. What are you talking about? Yeah. Plus eyewitness testimony, but this was 1990, so we were doing that more. They didn't know about crime then. Yeah. Um, plus, like, she had the, the victim, Marlene Warren, uh, was uh, already like, oh, my husband's going to kill me because he's having an affair with this woman. And she was so close to being right. 
She should have just said, my husband is going to commission a clown crime against me. Exactly. <laughs> and then it would have um, really been open and yeah. shut. So, um, this was just, this just went cold. Nobody was ever arrested or anything. They just let it go. In 2017, they ran the hair sample because they had found a human hair in the getaway car. Um, they finally got around to running it, I guess, because they just, they were like, okay, there's a long, she has like long reddish hair. And they're like, there's a long reddish hair in this car. So they run the DNA in 2017. It comes back as a match with Sheila Keen Warren, who is the, this woman's name, uh, Sheila Keen, uh, at the time. And you might notice Marlene Warren is the victim. Sheila Keen Warren is the alleged murderer. Is her last name Warren because she married the husband? Uh-huh. Shortly uh-huh. after, like, a little bit after, a little bit after Marlene Warren was murdered by a mysterious clown who was definitely the woman he was having an affair with. He murdered, or he, he married her. Damn, and, uh, you can just get a divorce. I know, right? You, you know? can just get a divorce. It's allowed now. <laughs> Um, it seems like if you own a dealership, that's a great way to procure a getaway car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right, did he like, sell Buicks? Uh, I don't know if he sold Buicks, actually. But, that would be really um, dumb. I'm sure, like, being in that industry... No, it was... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a Buick. It was a Chrysler LeBaron. You could tell um, me anything. I'd be yeah. like, oh, okay. I know yeah. what cars look <laughs> like. But uh, like uh-huh, yeah, I don't I know. know. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know nothing about no cars. No. But um, they... Sorry, I was so bad at talking today. No, you have five minutes. Oh, Tell us great. about the trial. All right. Well, um, the trial is still ongoing, despite her being arrested in 2017. Um, it has been delayed several times, and then most recently due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and is scheduled to resume uh, in uh, now. It's scheduled <laughs> right to resume. Right no, now? It, says, it was early. Right tw- now? No, it says early 2022, so that would be about now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the defense says that she's been t- framed and it's not true. I sound skeptical. Yeah, so basically the defense's argument is that she's too short to be the murderer. <laughs> Which, based on eyewitness testimony of a person in a clown costume running away 30 years ago. That's their defense. Uh, Your Honor, yeah. short people can't commit clown crimes. Yeah, she's 5'8", and they're saying she's 6 foot. The clown That's not is 6 even foot short. to 6 foot 2. Um, I mean, you're talking two, like even at maximum height discrepancy, like 2 inches on that clown wig, 2 inches on those shoes. That's conservative. Yeah. That's 4 yeah. inches. Um, yeah, so they're, they were, the most recent development was that they were pushing pretty hard for pretrial release. Um for the for Sheila Keen Warren and it was denied, unfortunately. Um, I'm on her side. You want her out? Well, I'm an ally. <laughs> Believe clowns. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Also, Michael Warren. Uh. Also, the the car dealership was a used car dealership. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely plausible that he could have procured a used car. With no, you yes. know, bought in cash, he definitely would have known how to get a used yeah. car. Yeah. Without like paperwork. You know? Sounds right. But yeah, we'll, we'll have um, to keep our listeners updated on the outcome of this clown trial. 
Yeah. I, Once again, you can just get a divorce. Yeah. You can just get a divorce. I'm just like, they found part of a clown wig. Yeah. <laughs> well, but fiber evidence is like, you know, a little specious. I guess so. But like, what else? Yeah. What, what Bright I, orange. What legitimate household items fibers resemble clown wig? It's pretty damning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, if if yeah, well, if we hear more about the clown crime, we will let our listeners know. I really sure. did search for like a chill clown crime, and I could not find one that was interesting enough to talk about. No, I mean, as we have discussed, clowns only commit serious crime. They don't. They don't <laughs> that, commit misdemeanors. It seems. I almost talked about an article I saw from the 2016 clown outbreak, and like I kind of didn't want to do any of that stuff because yeah, it was just like it's played half, out half viral marketing and half like teenagers being stupid. Yeah. Although it was funny, but uh, yeah, there's no like reliable testimony. Yeah, I was also looking yeah. into it, and I was like, I would just be reading quotes from people who are on Facebook. Right. Uh, yeah. Pointless. I did see one where a woman was arrested for chasing cars while half naked and also dressed as a clown. Bless her but heart. Then I looked into it and <laughs> in Florida. I, it, I think it was in Florida, actually. I actually think it was in Florida. I don't remember, but they described her in the article as half naked. And then if you read down, it's like she was wearing a sports bra and uh, like sweatpants. Oh, whatever. If that's unless just, she's Donald ducking like, it, I don't care. That's not. That's half, athleisure. Yeah. That's yeah. athlete. Yeah. That's like jogging. Yeah. For yeah. real. I was picturing like no pants for some reason, inexplicably. Yeah. You know, okay. like full clown outfit, no pants. That's what I'm saying. All right. Sorry. We have less than a minute. If you have a clown crime to describe to us, call us at 706-45-BIMBO. Uh, tell us about the clowns. Tell us about the clowns. Even though the gods are crazy. Even though the stars are blind. This has been tonight. Tonight's episode. This has been tonight's episode of Clowns Caught Red-Handed, only on MTV6. Oh, on Bimbo Summit. Check out Clowns Caught Red-Handed next week.